Hi, this is Janet Gallen, Love Letters Live, and I'm going to talk about something today I just never have before, and that is pigeons. Yes, those little birds. I've been a little distressed, rueful feeling, that for, for as long as I can remember, every time I see them, I just react badly to them. And I kind of wondered why. You know, when you react badly to a whole breed, you should be looking at yourself, not them. So I wrote them a love letter. And by the way, I believe that love letters need to be received by someone in a stamped envelope. And I wrote this, and then as I was looking for a pictures, just some pictures of pigeons, I discovered a place called Palomacy. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, in San Francisco. They are a pigeon and dove rescue organization, also pigeon and dove adoption. It is the sweetest thing. And I know that many people complain about pigeons, but here is a whole organization devoted to those who love them. So this is where I'm sending it. <clears throat> so here's what I wrote. And see if you learn something new about these wonderful birds. Dear pigeons, how badly I've treated you for years. I've not physically done you any harm, nor would I. And in fact, I slow down on the road to avoid hitting you while you shuffle your pudgy little selves across the street as if you owned the joint. I would come to your aid if I saw someone hurting you. And I know, hooray for me, that does not exactly make me a broad-minded wildlife luminary. But despite all this enviable behavior of not doing anything horrible to you, in my heart, truth be told, I have held you in total contempt. I know better now than to see you as flying vermin, and yes, I'm ashamed to admit I once used that exact wording on seeing you flop your way along the gutter, leaving a trail of poop in your wake. I'm really ashamed. An apology letter I have come to see is one of the best kinds of love letters, and Brother Bird, do I ever owe you one. So here's mine, and, and as I know there is never a but in a good apology, you will not see one here. I'm not here to excuse or complain, not to excuse my behavior or complain about you. I'm here to confess and to praise. I'm an urban person. Yes, I live in a city filled with the likes of you, and I've always grimaced at the very sight of you waddling your way down the sidewalk, street, or gutter, pecking after what crumbs you can find. Truth be told, I swerved as wide a path around you as I could. Sometimes I'd cross the street if I saw a flock of you loitering, I admit to having shuddered when I sat down on a park bench and even a small flock of your group wiggled up to surround me because I was pretty sure you were waiting for me to drop dead or drop food. And, I, you know, I did stop once in a while, couldn't help myself, to admire your opalescent feathery complexion, your beauty. However, most of what I saw was raggedy street pests leaving swaths and clumps of white bird poop. Oh, and on the subject of bird scat, yours scatters all over the darn place, on cars, on windows, sometimes even on people, and I have known since childhood that birds do not produce urine and that you have no control over your bowels, so it has to be a liquid all-in-one delivery, not your fault when it happens or where it goes. And I'm sorry to say that even understanding this didn't make me any fonder of you. So then I asked myself one day what a homing pigeon is. I mean, it is, after all, a famous concept. The question itself was the start of kissing my ignorance goodbye. 
And you know, a lot of times we kiss ignorance goodbye, and we also kiss our, you know, prejudicial views goodbye. So as I began reading about your history, <clears throat> I was really stunned at the glory of it. Your talent defies explanation. Apparently, you boggle research when it comes to the question of how you find your way home all your own after having made a delivery. And good for you is what I can say to keep up the mystery, a well-guarded secret. Yes, home after a delivery, hence homing pigeons, I guess. That was, my dear birds, tip of the iceberg. <clears throat> Even though it's one of the world's most enduring and powerful images, you and that olive branch, I never put two and two together with that whole story. I know in history you're called a dove sometimes, but I looked it all up on Google and find that you're basically one and the same. Noah, on that ark, must have been inflicted by an increasingly debilitating desire to see if any creature would get off that ark alive. He must have suffered terribly at the thought that they were all doomed eventually to a watery grave. You know, Noah was by no means a slouch. In fact, he was one of the world's great and diligent problem solvers. Who else would build an ark and do what he did? And I can see here that probably Noah should get my next love letter. But back to you, dear pigeon. What Noah needed at this very moment was some ray of hope that the rains would stop, that the lands would be dry once again, and that he and his passengers, his carefully chosen passengers, could part company. So let's cut to the chase. After the raven flopped at that task, though it was no fault of his own, Noah found you, and off you went, brave little bird, with no instruction at all. You were on your own here, a solitary creature wending his way through the gray, dripping skies, and I would think totally bewildered about your duty was, although with usual brilliance, you figured it out. Apparently, true to heroic form, after several nerve-wracking days and nights in blinding darkness, away from the ship, the ark, and facing untold dangers, you not only returned to the ark, you returned with a now universally recognized message of hope and peace with that freshly plucked olive branch clasped firmly in your little beak. You, a pigeon, <clears throat> you alone gave hope to the remnants of humankind that the sun would shine again, and you alone brought the hope of survival. It is no wonder that you've endured through the ages as a hero of communication and hope. That would have been lineage enough to retire with pride, but you were clearly not from a dynasty that rested on its laurels. I heard that you assisted the Romans in their chariot races to tell owners how their entries placed you, dear pigeon, a scoreboard of old. And what about Charlemagne, who made pigeon raising the exclusive privilege of the nobility? To think that I used to cross the street rather than cross paths with the descendants of such glamour. Oh, shame spiral, here I come. I mean, it goes on. And it also goes on my admiration for your family. I read that one of your ancestors brought news of the British victory at Waterloo and the Columbidae war, uh, war effort unequaled. When other messengers failed, three pigeons were loosed to accomplish the same task, mission accomplished several hours later. Woo! 
it's just it's just hard to believe. And apparently France had mobilized 30,000 of you, some with cameras strapped to your little backs, and woe be to anyone who tried to impede your path. The punishment for trying to stop you was death. I can see why. You were too important to the war effort. You were important soldiers. I'm sure you know, and here's, here's something else that just really floored me. I'm sure you know about your great-great-grandfather, the American black check cock carrier, who saved the lives of the 77th in Infantry Division at Verdun by delivering 12 messages. Saved an entire infantry, nothing less than saving lives of an entire infantry division. This lion-hearted bird returned to his loft with a shattered leg after being shot. He won the Croix de Guerre and died in 1919 as a result of his war wounds. <clears throat> I could cry. He was given the honor of a, uh, of a heroic soldier, which he was. I was more than impressed that members of your clan have spotted shipwrecks. I mean, you can still do this. Sh spotted shipwrecks in the United States from helicopters because of your 360-degree vision. Not just spotted them, but let someone know to come to the rescue. Again, saving lives. And still you are the superstar of the sky, so I shout from the rooftops today's modern heroic act. You are still in action. I understand that currently your colleagues are still carrying blood samples from distant regions of Britain and France. Yes, still messengers of hope and survival. My dear Columbia Day family, I apologize to all of you from the bottom of my heart that I denigrated you all these many years, and worse, for my sneakiness, as I did it by making fun of you behind your back. This habit of backbiting speaks badly of me. It says nothing about you. And you know I don't want to be a total fool, so from now on I'm showing nothing but respect for you, respect that you so richly deserve. I will never cross the street again to get away from you. I will, as our paths cross, acknowledge you for your pedigree that is hard to match. I will never, but never, use the phrase bird-brained again. Well, actually, I gave that one up long ago when I tried flying on my own personal power and got nowhere at all. But I'm thinking it over. I see that I owe myself an apology as well for the stupidity of letting my ignorance rule how I treated you. I attributed the worst to you, and in doing so, injured myself. I would never do such a thing to a person and cannot for the life of me figure out why I felt so righteous in thinking ill of you. Well, I beg your forgiveness for my having treated you so badly, and I apologize to myself as well for letting myself absorb the nasty and uneducated opinions of others. What worse a thing can you do to yourself? I don't know. And I am just signing off here affectionately and with a new respect, Janet. And that's what I wrote, and that's going to the people who, whose business it is to protect these wonderful birds. I now call them wonderful birds. I hope you will feel free, all of you listening, to write letters of any kind to anyone for any reason. It doesn't matter expressing yourself and putting how you feel, putting your best self on paper is a real gift to yourself and probably to someone else. So until next time, this is Janet Gallen saying bye. <laughs>